1: Where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive,
2: All this place is no place
1: for civilized man. Take it in the guts, Barry. from oh. my...
2: To all and Good morning everybody, this is Annie for Showreel and today we're going to be looking at a very interesting little film that's coming out it's coming out today in fact uh, it's getting a national release it's called In Like Flynn and of course if you're an older person you'll recognise that Phrase because it uh, actually is a phrase that uh, keeps alive uh, the uh, weird and wonderful Errol Flynn. Now, Errol Flynn, surprisingly enough, was born in Tasmania, and he was a wild and reckless fellow. He came from uh, reasonably well-heeled people, uh, but he wasn't a settler. He didn't settle down very much, uh, and as you'll find from the interview I did with the director of the film, Russell Mackay, that uh, he was a lad indeed. He got expelled something like six times from... Different Tony schools uh, from uh, Tasmania to Sydney to England, and uh, he was never never a settler, but this particular film in like Flynn, is a study of Flynn before he actually reaches the great heights of uh, Hollywood stardom. Now he arrived in Hollywood in the thirties and immediately became a major. Heartthrob, a major star. It was already the talkies, and uh, he was the uh, archetypal uh, movie star, pirate savor of uh, damsels in distress. Uh, Famous films like Robin Hood, he plays Robin Hood, the early one of the early versions. Uh, Captain Blood. He's uh, stars in films like uh, They Died with Their Boots On. Anyway, he he was a mega star in that period between the thirties right up to the fifties, and uh, then um, all those uh, schools that expelled him were deeply surprised and honoured to find that uh, he was this uh, mega star, uh, one of part of their past pupils list. Uh, the film stars uh, Tom Cockerell, and uh, Tom Cockerel, funnily enough, it turns out, uh, is uh, an alumni of uh, one of uh, the schools that Errol Flynn uh, went to. Uh, it's called Shaw now, but it's uh, North Shore Sydney uh, uh, School. And uh, Tom Cockerell has gone from... Um, doing a uh, school project where he became quite obsessed with Errol Flynn to playing the man himself. And uh, interestingly enough, the film itself is quite an interesting representation of uh, Australia in an earlier period. It's got some great performances. Uh, But uh, enough of me. Uh, We'll have a yarn with uh, the director Uh, Russell McKay and uh, you might remember Russell McKay himself uh, is a bit of a legend because uh, he was one of the uh, first people in Australia to uh, become quite uh, famous for making early film clips of uh, and he talks a little bit about that as well. I won't interrupt this interview because uh, it meanders a bit and uh, so uh, there's no point. You will just follow it through, listen to what the man say. Remember that In Light like Flynn opens its doors uh, tonight. So look out for it because uh, it's quite fascinating in lots of ways.
1: I'm good, Annie. How about you? Um,
2: yeah, thanks very much for talking to me. The first thing about uh, In Like Flynn, of course, is that Errol Flynn, the great uh, swashbuckling film star, actually was a writer. He wrote books, and this is based on one of his books.
1: Yes. It's um, actually yeah, It's based um, uh, on his book, um, Beam's End. Um, no, so it was, it was very interesting because the screenplay is accurate because, you know, um, Luke Flynn was involved in the writing of it. Um, so, you know, it, it's pretty accurate to the book, to his life.
2: What was the reason for making the film? Why were you interested in it?
1: Um, well, one one night, you know, I, I sort of grew up watching Harold Flynn films, so I'm a big fan of yeah, you know, he was like the first, really the first action movie hero, and he was born in Tasmania, the Tasmanian Devil. Um, so always fascinated. But then I read the script, and I didn't realise that his life before Hollywood was. As adventurous as his movies, It was like, yeah, it was, yeah, he wasn't just a guy off the street. He, he actually had a pretty lust for life lifestyle.
2: Well, it takes us. The film takes us back to that real story that leads him into becoming a Hollywood uh, icon. I'd have to say, not. You Know he is, uh, but uh, right. it also takes us because of that to an Australia that is quite a different place than the one we recognize now.
1: Yes, yes, this the Sydney Harbour Bridge isn't fully fully built. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're, talking, we're talking, we go back to the, you know, the 70s, 90s. um. So, yeah, it, that that was that
2: was that was that was fun to do. Well, you know, uh, looking at your biography, you've you've got a long history of, uh, and I doff my hat to this to the early film clip days in Australia. So, uh, you've actually had. Uh, oh my god! Oh no, know, it seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, this is a long time ago. Um, yeah, it goes, it goes back to like ACDC and Marsha Hines and yeah, hush. Yeah, um, and then the chap called Tony Hogarth from, from Wizard Records, um, who said, I want you to go to England to do a video, one video. And, um, so I flew over there, I got on the tube train, and I had no accommodation, I was like, well, where do I get off? <laughs> and I remember seeing the word Olds Court, and having seen some films, um, I remember the name Olds Court, so I just got off at Olds Court and went to a and b and, uh, and travel up to Birmingham and do the video. What happened then is that some people saw the video and said, "Just stay." Um, and next thing I was in New York, LA, doing doing videos. And I think I was probably away for like three years. I was going to be gone for two weeks. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, in a a funny kind of way, that is a little bit like Errol Flynn's story.
1: Well, true. Yeah, I I guess, yeah.
2: I I, I didn't go
1: to New Guinea.
2: No, and uh, I was going to say, that first uh, sequence where you have the uh, Europeans meeting people uh, who live in New Guinea in a fairly... Brutal and uh, excitable way was uh, actually quite a a fabulous rendition. Did you actually go to New Guinea to do that?
1: No, 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 no. We shot the whole film up in in Queensland Um, and they have have wonderful rainforests up there. Um, I think they've shot like King Kong up there and various other films. Um, So, yeah. The the locations were wonderful, the rainforest and then we had to recreate parts of Townsville in the 30s, um, parts of Sydney, um, also in Queensland.
2: Wow, It's, it's very realistic, it's very interesting, I found it very interesting, but one of the key elements to this film is the great cast, you've got a great cast.
1: Yes, well, um you've got Thomas Cockrell, wonderful young actor, um who plays Errol Flynn. um He actually looks, looks quite like he. him. Isabel and of course David Wedham, who you know, I've um admired his 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 acting for, for many years.
2: Well, David Wenham, in this particular film, adds to his collection of uh, uh, creations of horrible Australian men. He's such, so <laughs> very good at it. Yeah.
1: But he, he, he's the sweetest. He's such a, he's a sort of gentleman. Um, and he can just, you know, he's, a good, he's such a great actor.
2: Isn't he? He's just uh, fantastic. There is nobody yeah. out there who can recreate such dreadful elements in people's character as he has been up to. I know,
1: he's, he's, he's very creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah. When, when, he, when he turns it on. Um, but then, you know, he'll become a David again after he's got cut and uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a sweetheart.
2: Well, he does a great job, and uh it was really nice to see isabel uh back on the screen she I haven't seen her for a while isabel lucas she does a great job too
1: yeah no we we, we had a really nice cast um she was she was fabulous uh we had william Mosley.
2: now the william uh, Mosley how did you get william Because people might remember william Mosley as peter in the Narnia series right. Um... He was very good in this. Yeah, no, no,
1: he he is terrific. Um... And we're quite close Um... Yeah. Really how, how did you cast. get...
2: How did you get, uh... William Mosley to be in the cast?
1: I think he just loved... He loved the script. Um... He loved the character. Um... uh. Duke, and uh I think he saw the potential the the humor um of that character um but also the strength of that character too uh, as the film goes on um i think he uh, he just saw the potential
2: well, yeah, well i'm very,
1: very grateful to having you.
2: Yeah, well, it just uh, it's, it just shows, because, I mean, you've got people who are quite um, established in their own countries, so that means that uh, that gives us a sense of the international nature of filmmaking. That's all. That's what I'm really getting at, isn't it? Well, yes, I think so.
1: I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, y- 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 we just try to cast, right people and there are just tremendous actors in Australia. Um, you know, I worked with Jeffrey Rush, Judy Davis, um, you know I mean, just wonderful people. Um, and then it's, it's also good to add, you know, a little flavour from somewhere, other countries.
2: Did, do you, uh, did it take a while to get the money up and get it all to happen?
1: Um, well, I wasn't involved in that. Oh,
2: um, well, you're lucky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they came to you. So it's someone else's project, yeah. that from the beginning, and then they picked you because they really wanted you to be part of it
1: yeah um yeah the 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 money raising was um, handled somewhere else
2: so the shoot how long was the shoot for
1: um i think we shot for six weeks
2: oh good okay yeah
1: fine. It, was, it was it was pretty fast
2: mm. yeah it was it's fairly yeah. fairly fast but also uh, uh and and it's all uh Happened to schedule too because their release date is uh, uh, early October this year. So, I mean, I, I was reading something that sort of gave the impression that they, they weren't sure when it was going to be out and, you know, maybe it's on tender hooks and all the rest of it. But in actual fact, it's happened quite uh, reasonably within context, right? Right, yeah. yeah I think it's
1: October, remember?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd come out. I mean, uh, because, you know, someone was saying to me, uh, you know, in like Flynn is an old phrase in Australia, right? People say it, in like Flynn.
1: It's quite a well-known phrase,
2: yeah. Yeah, and that is why the film's called that. And it is sort of a personification of, uh, I mean, it's a, a phrase that is supposed to tell you all about Errol Flynn. But I'll tell you, reading a bit more about Errol Flynn, I mean, he died relatively young, in his 50s. And he was an alcoholic, which was probably not um, unusual <laughs> since, uh, al- <laughs> since alcohol was the drug of choice. Um, but uh, looking at this film, it gives you a sort of an idea of why he might have been a heavy drinker, as it were. Because, you know, well, it's a very sort of sobering I, I, film.
1: Sorry?
2: It's a bit sobering, this film. I mean, it's a, it's got some pretty big story in it
1: um i think I think he had um a love for life, which is um um he he lived life to the fullest, which is maybe why it was the shortest <laughs> but um yeah i I think he was an adventurer right at the troll you know, like you, you could do a prequel to this film, you could do a sequel to this film and then you'd pre- get the whole story.
2: Yeah, because he came from uh, uh, people who uh, I mean, he came from an educated class. He wasn't just aroused about actually.
1: No, uh, he actually he was, he was expelled
2: from six Six schools. <laughs> so he's really trying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 he, he he was a rebel. But I think he was a rebel with a cause.
2: What do you think his cause was? What's that? What do you think his cause was? What, what was he about? Because the film, I mean, he's not a bad man in the film. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Um, i was referring to the James Dean rebel with that, of course. Yeah. Um, I think his his cause was just to, to live life to the fullest. Um, and uh, I don't think he was afraid of anything. I mean, he came to Hollywood not really knowing about acting at all. <laughs> and he came and uh, I think he was just playing himself. <laughs> and when, he, when, he, when he when he did Robin Hood and all the Captain Blood and the films, um, I think yeah, he had no, he had no, he had no training in that thing.
2: Did you go back and watch those films as preparation for this?
1: Oh, of course, yeah.
2: And, and as a person who's an experienced film director uh, what did you observe from those, his performances what you know if you had been directing him, what would you have noticed
1: um, God, I don't know I mean I think he is perfect in all the roles.
2: And he's a natural, because cause some people just look right, don't they, on screens? The screens love them. I mean, it really is true. They do. The screen does love them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think the screen loved him. Um, and the audiences loved him. Um, and, you know, then he basically got, you know, Well, he was a hero, I think he was a hero in life, and I
2: think he was a hero in film. And the fact that his son is involved, or one of his family members is involved in making, having this film made, sort of says a lot, doesn't it, too? That they wish to extend the memory of his, of this character.
1: Yes. I mean, I, 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 I guess the only problem is that, is that you'll ask any young person or younger person, uh, Errol Flynn, and they'll go, Errol who? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think you just have to um, accept that it's a wonderful adventure, Um
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, in fact, you know, in the old Auntie Jack uh, s- series, one of the main characters, his name was Errol. Right. And that was the reason, I'm sure. Errol. Yeah, Plume. yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was part of the joke. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, So the film is coming out in early October and, uh, as you said, people will see that it's a rollicking yarn, but it's also a nicely made film. You've done a good job and there's some great performances in this.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, It was was a joy to make. Um, It was a joy to come back to Australia to make another movie. Um, And, yeah, um, I I, I, I loved it. I love filming in Australia. I love the, you know, the cruise and, yeah.
2: Will it be released in America?
1: Yes, it comes out in America in January.
2: Fine. So it will be good. We'll be interested to see how it the reception. It will be very interesting. Thank you very much. Yeah. (laughs) One,
1: one, One can never tell.
2: Well, of course not, but um, it's a very interesting subject, well handled, and as I said, there's some uh, lovely performances in this, and it gives a it gives a perspective that uh, of Australia that I'm sure people are completely unaware of.
1: Um, beautiful country, wonderful people, um, and. Uh, The best best prawns you'll ever have in the world.
2: (laughs) Thanks for spending some time with me.
1: Okay. (laughs) Bye. All right. a minute. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: The Environmental Film Festival Australia is on again. See the impact of climate change and meet heroes fighting for justice. Witness the beauty of nature and hear the sounds of our world. Meet the filmmakers and experts inspiring change and join the conversation to create a sustainable future. Face the facts. (coughs) Face the future. Face the films. The Environmental Film Festival Australia in Melbourne from October the 11th to the 19th. Tickets at effa.org.au. A 3CR supporter. Hi, this is the film director, Gillian Armstrong. You're listening to Community Radio
2: 3CR. Join 3CR's breakfast teams at our annual film fundraiser on Saturday, October 13th.
0: At Loop Project Space and Bar.
2: 23 Myers Place, Nam.
0: We'll be screening the film Life is Waiting, looking at referendum and resistance in Western Sahara, followed by a post-show live panel discussion featuring... Kamal Fadel from the Australian Western Sahara Association. Now, tickets are a good $15 for the waged and $5 unwaged at the door, so come along, have a bit of fun. All proceeds go to Keeping Breakfast Programming on Airs 3CR so you can keep hearing these beautiful voices we have at our radio station. And that, again, will be on Saturday, the 13th of October from 5 p.m. Film starts at 6, um, preferably show up by 5.30 and hopefully to see you all lovely people there.
2: Well, I love 3CR, and so I'm going to definitely be there. Well, that's it for this week's show. Reel. That was a little chat with uh, Russell McKay, who uh, is the director of a new film that's coming up tonight. It's got a national release in like Flynn. And as you said, uh, Uh, Errol Flynn was not just a love child of Australia but he's obviously a love child of the uh, Hollywood screen Uh, so it will be interesting to see how the film goes over there Uh, Worth a look for Australia from another time and perspective but also some great performances Uh, Well, we'll go out with some music Coming up next is Published or Not